0: Hi, kids. Well, are you ready to travel to the top of the world? Ooh, hang on, because the eggs are landing in Norway. Let's check in with them. That's funny, thought Gregory as he looked out of the airplane window while he prepared for landing. It doesn't look like we are on top of the world. He scratched his head and sat back in his seat as he turned to Reggie with a question. Hey, Reggie, if we are on top of the world, wouldn't we freeze? We should be near the Arctic Circle like it shows here, he said as he unfolded a map from his pocket. I thought the same thing, Gregory, said Reggie as he adjusted his glasses. According to my calculations, we are about 375 miles or 600 kilometers south of the Arctic Circle. Shelley overheard the boys talking and turned around in her seat to address them. You're both right. We are very close to the Arctic Circle. In Norway, temperatures can get extremely cold. But remember, this is the month of June, and the average temperature here will be between 70 and 80 degrees Fahrenheit. So don't worry, we won't freeze. Shelly chuckled as she smiled at the boys. The plane landed smoothly in the capital city of Oslo, and the group met at the baggage claim of the airport. Shelly gathered them to give instructions. I'm looking for my friend Zvana. As soon as she arrives, we will go to our hotel, freshen up, and have dinner. Svanna will then instruct us about our agenda. You're in for some breathtaking beauty. Norway is amazing. Just then, Shelly's attention turned to a young woman calling her name. Shelly, Shelly, over here. Svanna's long hair bounced behind her as she ran towards Shelly. When she reached her, they laughed and hugged each other tightly. Svanna, you never change, you look great. Thank you so much for meeting us and helping my friends learn about Norway. Shelly flashed her bright smile. Of course, Shelly, it's so great to see you. I'm looking forward to our time together. Come, I will show you to your hotel where you can get settled. Then we'll plan a day of hiking for tomorrow in my beautiful country. The group arrived at the hotel, checked in and relaxed for a while in their rooms. I'm a little worried about the hike tomorrow, expressed Gregory to Reggie. My ankle has been bothering me for the last month, and I hope I can make it. You know, since I broke it last year, sometimes it hurts. Don't worry, buddy, said Reggie. You'll be fine, I'll be there with you. Gregory smiled at Reggie, and the two of them relaxed on their beds and closed their eyes for a short nap. Later at dinner, everyone was in line at a large seafood buffet set up in the hotel restaurant. Svanna motioned for them to join the line. We eat a lot of seafood here in Norway, she explained. It's delicious. She pointed out a few of the different types. There's smoked salmon, arctic cod, king crab, halibut, and much more. They're all prepared differently. Some filleted, some breaded, some baked, and some smoked. Try them all. They're fresh from the Arctic Ocean. The eggs filled their plates with a variety of seafood. This is so good, exclaimed Sigourney. Svana was right, it tastes so fresh. Everyone commented on the wonderful seafood and ate until they were full. After dinner, Svana gathered the group and made an announcement. I have a surprise for everyone. Since we're going hiking tomorrow, you'll need some provisions. I arranged for a backpack for each of you with the necessary hiking supplies. Follow me. She led the group into a room filled with boxes that contained large red, white, and blue backpacks. Those backpacks are the colors on Norway's flag, she remarked. Svanna proceeded to hand each member of the group a backpack filled with water, snacks, sunglasses, small towels, and other hiking necessities. This is great, Svanna. We didn't expect such a generous surprise, Shelly exclaimed as she began to help her pass out the backpacks. These will surely come in handy tomorrow. Preparation is number one, advised Svanna as she held up her index finger in the air. After checking out their backpacks and supplies, the group went up to their rooms to get some sleep for tomorrow's long day of hiking. Morning arrived and after a hearty breakfast and morning lessons, the group was ready and eager to board the bus that would take them to the drop off point at the beginning of the hiking trail. Svana gave instructions to the group. We will be taking a three hour hike today. We will begin at the base of that hill Zvana pointed to a large grassy hill in the distance that had a few scattered trees on top. We'll take it slow and we'll have frequent breaks. Let's stick together and make sure to let me know if you need anything along the way. Understood? Everyone shook their heads in agreement. Zvana proudly added, And on the other side of that hill is a breathtaking view. I'm excited for you to see it. That sounds wonderful, Zvana," replied Sigourney's mom. I have my camera ready. Reggie leaned over to Gregory and asked, How's your ankle feeling today? Uh, not too bad, he replied. I think I'll be okay. Come on, troops, strap on your backpacks. Let's go for a hike. Zvana led the group toward the hill and they began the long, steady climb upward. It took almost an hour to climb to the top of the hill. It didn't look that big from a distance, but, wow, what a workout, exclaimed Reggie's dad. Come on, dad, I feel great. You're just out of shape, joked Reggie. As the group gathered at the top of the enormous hill, they realized Svana was right. The view was spectacular. No one spoke for a while as they became absorbed in the scenery. Lush green hills in the distance seemed to roll on forever. The valley was filled with magnificent trees, short and tall alike, a few small glistening lakes, and even a narrow winding river, whose babble could be heard in the echo throughout the valley. Oh my, whispered Reggie's mom as she gazed at the beauty. This is most extraordinary. Svana looked at their faces and smiled. Well, don't just stand there, capture the moment. Zvanna's words brought Meg and Sigourney out of their trance as they hurriedly took out their cameras and began to snap some pictures. We can make our own postcards with these pictures, said Meg. We can send one to Benedict. He would love that, replied Peggy. I'm going to send one to my mom, too. I really feel like I'm on top of the world now, Gregory said to Reggie, who returned a smile to his friend. Let's get ready to continue on, troops. We have a lot more to see. We'll hike to the other side of the valley where a bus will pick us up and take us back to the hotels, Svana instructed. But first, let's take a short break. Put your backpacks down, enjoy a snack, and drink some water. We must take care of our bodies as we hike. Remember, preparation is number one, she pointed her index finger up in the air. After the break, the group continued their hike through the valley, stopping to pose for pictures. Mom, take a picture of me and Sigourney and Peggy, urged Meg. The girls gave silly smiles and giggled as Meg's mom took the photo. Gregory, aren't they goofy? laughed Reggie as he looked at the girls posing. There was no reply. Gregory? Reggie turned around to look for his friend. He backtracked a few steps and found Gregory sitting on a large rock off the hiking trail. What's wrong, buddy? Is it your ankle? Yes, it's really hurting me. I need to rest, replied Gregory. Peggy bent down to pick a few wildflowers, and when she turned, she noticed the boys sitting on the rock, lagging behind the rest of the group. She quickly sprinted over to them. What's wrong? Are you guys okay? Gregory's ankle is hurting him. He needs to rest, said Reggie. Let me take a look, said Peggy. She bent over Gregory's ankle and quickly evaluated it. It's swollen, Gregory. We need to wrap this up. She took a long, stretchy piece of gauze from her backpack and wrapped Gregory's ankle so it wouldn't bend. Reggie and I will help you walk. We'll be like your crutches, one on each side. They lifted Gregory up and the three friends began to walk as one. They quickly caught up to the rest of the group. Thanks, Peggy. I didn't realize you knew so much about ankles, said Gregory. I know enough to recognize you should not put pressure on that ankle. After all, I am an egg scout. I have the same motto as Vana. Preparation is number one. She replied, pointing her index finger in the air. I didn't know you were an egg scout, both boys replied together. That's cool. Gregory, what happened? His parents asked as they saw him hopping back to the group with Reggie and Peggy. My ankle is weak. I think I overdid it, he replied. Coach Flo walked over to Gregory. I'll take him back to the hotel and get it checked out. We're near the road and there's a bus stop ahead. Svana, you continue with the hike and we'll meet you later. Okay, thanks Coach Flo, Svana replied. She patted Gregory on the head and said, you'll be okay, sport, you're in good hands. Gregory, Coach Flo and his parents boarded the next bus and went back to the hotel. They had Gregory's ankle checked at a clinic and sure enough it was swollen, but not in any danger of being broken again. You need to keep some ice on this and stay off it for a while, suggested the doctor. You'll feel a lot better in a couple days. Gregory was relieved. After a few hours, everyone returned from the hike. They found Gregory resting in the hotel lobby with his ankle elevated. Are you okay, Gregory? asked Sigourney. Yes, I'll be fine. I need to rest for a few days and I'll be good as new. And guess what? I learned something about Peggy. Did you know she's an egg scout? Peggy was standing near him and he turned to give her a high five. Thanks, Peggy. Peggy smiled back. Did I hear you say that Peggy is an egg scout? Svanna swiftly turned her head and walked up to Peggy. They both lifted their index fingers in the air and said at the same time, Preparation is number one, Svanna added. Good job, Scout, (laughs) Peggy giggled. As morning lessons continued for the next week, the eggs were learning about some of the rich history of Norway. Reggie raised his hand and adjusted his glasses as he posed a question to Miss Poach. Miss Poach, I read a book last year about ships, and it had a picture of a really long boat with a curved end. The book said it came from Norway. That's right, Reggie. That would be a Viking ship, she answered. I'm glad you brought that up, because we're going to the Viking Ship Museum tomorrow. We're going to see a real Viking ship. Wow, really? A real Viking ship? exclaimed Reggie. That's cool. Who are the Vikings? asked Meg. Well, continued Miss Poach, some of the Vikings were considered tough explorers who conquered villages, but some were also known as farmers and traders. What else do they have at the museum, Miss Poach? asked Sigourney. They have a lot of objects from centuries long ago, as far back as the years 800 and 900. We'll see some of them tomorrow. The next day, the group arrived at the museum. There to greet them as they walked through the entrance door was the largest, longest wooden ship they had ever seen. Whoa! Reggie ran over to the ship and began to examine it. This is humongous! He pulled on his dad's arm and brought him to the front of the ship. He pointed up high to the very tip. See, Dad, this is the curved part I was telling you about. That's awesome, Reggie, his dad replied. I've never seen anything like it. Svana waved her arm in the air to quiet the group and gave some details. This ship is 21.58 meters long, or 70.8 feet. It is 5.1 meters wide, or 16.73 feet. It is estimated to be built in the early 800s. This is one old ship! Look at the carvings on the ends, exclaimed Sigourney. They have so many lines and squiggles! That must have taken a long time to carve, added Meg. Some of the carvings look like animal heads. She leaned in closer to look at the details. Zvana continued, an interesting fact about this ship is that it only had one sail, but 15 pairs of oars. The eggs were amazed. The rest of the afternoon was spent examining objects in the museum. They saw an old wagon made out of wood that was used to carry things like tools or logs. Even the wheels on the wagon were made of wood. They also were able to touch a piece of old cloth used to make clothes that looked and felt like an itchy checkerboard. This would not be too comfortable to wear, Meg's mom pointed out. After an exhausting day at the museum, the group headed back to the hotel. Before going up to their rooms, Svana announced, Next week, before you leave, I have one more place to take you. It will be the most beautiful place of all. Where is it, Svana inquired Gregory. Tell us. Let's just say it will be a night, uh, uh excuse me, a day to remember, Svana teased as she headed up to her room. The eggs looked at each other with curiosity and went to their rooms to try and figure out Svana's riddle. Another week of morning lessons passed and the time in Norway was coming to a close. Svanna's big surprise was to happen the next day. I wonder where we're going, mused Gregory as he scratched his head. I don't know, but Svana said it was the most beautiful place of all. I can't wait, exclaimed Meg. Miss Poach, do you know where we're going? Miss Poach smiled warmly. We'll find out tomorrow, okay? After lunch the next day, Svana gathered the group and was ready to reveal the surprise. Are you ready? Svana? come on, we've been waiting for the surprise. What is it? Peggy asked eagerly. Svana took a deep breath and shouted, get your bags packed. We're headed on a plane to the city of Narvik where we will experience the midnight sun. We will take a cruise through the fjords of Norway, the most beautiful place on earth. Midnight sun? asked Sigourney. That doesn't even make sense. What is a fjord? inquired Gregory. Is it a real cruise, Svana?" On a real ship? asked Miss Poach. Svanna raised her hand to quiet the questions. Let me explain everything. The midnight sun is exactly that. The sun is out at midnight. We'll be cruising north of the Arctic Circle in the summertime, which means the sun shines for 24 hours a day. It has to do with the Earth's access and its orbit around the sun. It's the most beautiful, fantastic marvel you will ever see. Wow, sunshine for 24 hours a day? That sounds awesome, exclaimed Reggie. And a fjord is an inlet of sea, kind of like a finger of the sea, where we will be cruising. It's usually narrow with very high and steep cliffs on either side. The fjords were formed by the glaciers. They are breathtaking the thought of the midnight sun cruise had the group buzzing with excitement well don't just stand there everyone we have a plane to catch coach flo said as she and the others ran to pack their bags and were soon on the plane to Narvik. the hour and a half plane ride went quickly and before long they found themselves aboard a large cruise ship just as svana had said it was midnight and the sun was still shining this is incredible remarked reggie's mom i don't think these pictures i am taking will even capture this beauty. The big sky glowed orange and red as the sun brightly shone. Sigourney and Gregory were standing along the cruise ship railing as they sailed slowly through the calm, narrow waterway. How high do you think those cliffs are, Sigourney? Gregory asked. I feel like an ant next to them. He gazed up at the majestic cliffs that jutted high out from the water. They seemed to touch the sky. I'm not sure, she replied but I read the brochure in the ship's lobby and it said that some can be 2,000 feet high. Meg, Peggy and Reggie joined them at the railing and they all stared silently at the beauty in front of them. I wish this day would last forever, whispered Meg. In a way it will, replied Sigourney, as she smiled. The sun is shining for 24 hours and this will be forever in our memories. I guess we really, really are on top of the world now quietly exhaled Gregory. Sailing in the Arctic Circle is about as close as we can get. Wow. They enjoyed the spectacular scenery for a few more hours before returning to land. The day arrived for the eggs to leave Norway. Svana, can you mail this postcard to our friend Benedict? We made it ourselves. It's a picture collage of some of the awesome scenes we saw here. Of course I will. Thank you for being such a wonderful tour group. It was my pleasure to be your host. Zvana gave each one a hug and they all waved goodbye as they boarded the plane. Miss Poach looked over at the eggs with concern. Children, why aren't you asking me for your envelope with your next location? Aren't you curious? Sigourney turned to Miss Poach and sighed in a soft voice. Yes, Miss Poach, we are curious, but we know it will be our last country. The last one we visit before we go home. We wish our trip would never end. Oh, I see, replied Miss Poach. She reached into her purse and handed each one of them an envelope. Let's focus on our last country before thinking about going home, okay? You've had such a wonderful opportunity to see the world, and you should enjoy the last part of your trip as much as the first. You're right, Miss Poach, confirmed Meg. We should look at the sunny side. The other eggs shook their heads in agreement. They immediately opened their envelopes and Reggie yelled out, Scotland! Cool! Do you think I can learn to play the bagpipes, Miss Poach? I saw bagpipers playing in the albumin' parade one year. They were so cool! Before she could answer, Gregory chimed in. Oh no, Reggie playing the bagpipes? I just have one question. Do they sell earplugs in Scotland? Everyone (laughs) chuckled and settled in for the flight. Wow, that scenery they described sounded just breathtaking. But I can't believe we only have one more country to go before the eggs wrap up their trip around the world. But let's not think about that yet. We still have another country to go to. For now, here are some more things you can do to learn about Norway. Find out how many miles the capital city of Oslo is from the Arctic Circle. The Northern Lights are a common and beautiful sight near the Arctic Circle between late fall and early spring. Search the internet for pictures of the Northern Lights, then create your own watercolor painting. Have a family seafood night. Create a small smorgasbord of a variety of differently prepared seafood. Make sure to have different dipping sauces too. Have you ever taken a family hike? Try it out. Take some supplies and make a day of it. Be sure to take some pictures together to remember your fun. And try ice skating one afternoon, indoor or outdoor. The Norwegian people are experts at winter sports. They have a rich history of being leaders in Winter Olympic medals. Research how many medals were won by the Norwegians. Hey, and what do those carvings represent on a Viking ship? Try to find out. Take a cruise through the fjords. Use Google Earth. Research and map out an amazing journey. Make sure to notice the high cliffs. Well, I sure hope you enjoyed beautiful Norway. See you next month with a new adventure. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a good egg.